Welcome to the Milestone Mama podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Hollis, wife, fellow mom, and former fitness instructor turned photographer, educator, and birth doula. When I became a mom for the first time, it completely changed my life in all of the best, most beautiful ways. But I also quickly learned just how overwhelming and challenging those days could be too. I found so much healing and community, and that's why this podcast was born. Tune in each week as we uncover all of the nuances of being a mom, from pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and everything in between. If you're ready to connect, to learn, to grow, to feel inspired, seen, and heard, you've come to the right place. And I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. Well, hello. Welcome back. It feels really good to sit down at my desk and be recording an episode this afternoon, this rainy afternoon while my babies are still taking a nap. We'll see how much time I have to chat with you today. Um, What's really funny is as I opened up my recording app on my computer, the latest episode I had on here was my second trimester recap, which... LOL. I have an almost 10 month old now. (laughs) So just goes to show you how long it's been since I've really been able to give a lot of time to this podcast. I did a couple of episodes at the beginning of this year that were so much fun and I had every intention of picking it back up again and getting back to weekly episodes, which I still have a really big goal of doing, but I'm also giving myself some grace and Um, We've got a lot going on these days, so podcast has had to take a little bit of a breather, but I just love this medium and this way of sharing with you um, in a way that's just more conversational and organic and lasts a little longer than an Instagram post, so I definitely want to make sure I prioritize showing up on your podcast playlist each week or at least monthly. Maybe we should make the goal a little more attainable. (laughs) Anyway, as you can probably see from today's episode title, I want to chat with you about the biggest news that we have um, thus far this year, as well as just do like a little bit of a catch up with you on what's been going on in my life lately, um, what I've been learning, what has all transpired since I was really consistent with this podcast. So without further ado, let's just jump right into all of the things. So if you haven't seen already, my mom and I officially launched an online baby and toddler boutique in the beginning of May. Some of you are probably wondering kind of what the backstory is behind that, how we came up with the name, what made us decide to do this. So I thought it would be fun to talk about it on the podcast and share all the behind the scenes with you, our heart behind it, how things have been going, and then do a little bit of a um, life chat with you too. So let's see where to even begin. I have always had kind of a dream of owning a boutique, um, maybe even without fully realizing it. But As soon as I became a mom, I just saw that being something that was a possibility at some point in the future. 
Um, with my photography business, I launched a client closet where I gathered a bunch of dresses for my mamas that looked really good on camera that would fit them well, both not pregnant, pregnant, postpartum, etc. Um, that they'd be comfortable in. And so I just had so much fun with curating that collection and getting to see my mama clients wear them and feel beautiful in them um, and them photograph really well. And um, after doing that for a while, I decided to also add little one clothing to that collection because I know as a mom, coordinating outfits and shopping and picking things out for your family for a photo session can be a lot on your already very full plate. So I decided to add that to my portrait experience as well. I launched that, I want to say in the fall-ish of 2022, something like that. And in doing that, it just made me realize how much I loved that type of content, how I loved um, sourcing and curating styles and baby outfits and all of that. And I had this dream. I wrote it, I wrote it down in my journal the last couple of years to one day open a baby and toddler boutique because as a mom myself, I just found, I was always having kind of a hard time finding like clothing and toys and gear for my little ones that were cute and like more my style um, and made really well without just being astronomically, uh, crazy expensive. <laughs> Cause I, it's, it's hard to find kind of that middle ground, at least in my experience. Um, so with that, it was just sort of a dream and I've written it down and didn't really act on it because let's be honest, I'm running a photography business. I now have two babies. I just didn't really see where I could fit it in or like honestly where to even start but I I kept writing it down because I just felt like it was supposed to happen at some point so I just kind of waited on it prayed on it um waited for the right time to make that first step and I guess at the beginning of this year was when that all sort of happened my mom if you know my mom you know how much she just adores her grandbabies and her one of her love languages is absolutely gift giving and she and my dad own a brick and mortar retail shop in Raleigh and with that she is always like shopping on wholesale sites and was always finding really really cute things for all of her grandbabies and including my babies and to the point where I was like mom this is out of control like I know you love doing this and buying for them, but we got to simmer down. Honestly, if you love doing this so much, like we should go into business together and kind of said it half jokingly, but also not. (laughs) And she was like, you know what? That, yeah, like, let's do it. That sounds like a great idea. I can, you know, leverage her retail skills and, um, the fact that she's more, she has much more free time now that they've had the shop for however many years and she has somebody basically running it for them. Um, and then we could leverage my photography skills for the marketing and my social media skills and all of that and kind of bridge them together to create this brand and this business. So we just kind of went all in. We 
probably got a little bit of ahead of ourselves, but we both have the personality of like, if we get an idea in our head, we're going to do it. We're going to make moves. We're going to make it happen. So right away we started brainstorming names and deciding on what our, you know, brand values were going to be. And we ended up deciding that we wanted to primarily source all of our clothing and our items from vendors that are based in the U.S. and in Europe, summer in Australia, um, basically all that use more organic fabrics, just more high quality materials that are going to be safer for baby, um, things that you're not going to just find on Amazon um, that are just more unique. Um, that will stand the test of time and, you know, you could pass down to your other babies. Um, and you know, just the stuff that you're not going to find at Target and H&M and Amazon and all those types of places. Not that I have anything against those places. I've shopped there. Um, I love getting my baby clothes at H&M, but when it came to like finding really quality stuff that was going to last, um, through seasons and, um, photograph well and be comfortable for a baby and all the things. Um, I found that there was still something to be desired there. So we spent like hours and hours and hours browsing all these vendors and finding the products and um, vendors that we wanted to use. And we, it was just so much fun. We have had a blast picking all these items out and shopping them and bringing them to you. And honestly, like when we've gotten all the boxes, it just felt like Christmas and getting to open them and feel them in person is it, the photos. I try to have it do the products justice because we are a primarily online boutique, but when you get them and you feel them in person, like it's just unlike anything else. Um, that I've been able to find in the main big brand stores. So we're also going to be doing some pop-ups around town. We already did one in Raleigh. We've got a few more coming up in Wilmington. We want to continue doing that to build the brand, get out there, meet you, have you be able to touch and feel all of the product to yourself because um, I do think that part is really important. And plus it's just been really fun to connect and get to see everybody in person too. So that's really how it all came about, how, how it's been going so far. Um, we launched on May 8th and just had incredible support. So many orders come through. So many people shared it with their friends. It was so fun getting to see it all like come to life and um, seeing what you picked out and getting to package them up and send them your way and then sometimes get some photos and video of your little ones wearing the clothes. It's just it's just been so much fun and I'm really excited to see where it continues to go from here um when it comes to the name love leone I don't even know if I mentioned that yet um we I had been toying around with the idea of somehow like paying homage to my own babies in the name of this brand because it's obviously what inspired everything and I didn't want it to make it I didn't want to make it too obvious. I didn't want to name the brand with my baby's names just because sometimes mixing business a little too personally um, doesn't always go well. So I wanted to have like some sort of separation there. 
but have it have meaning and be special to us and our family. So both of my babies were born in August, August 5th and August 8th. So I have two little Leo babies and the birth flower for August is Poppy. So for a while I was toying around with the idea of using the name like August Poppy or something along those lines, August and Poppy, or I don't know, something like that. And the more I brainstormed, the more I saw that those were just two really big, kind of like popular buzzwords these days. I see either August or Poppy used a lot in brand names, baby names, etc., which I think they're both adorable. I just wanted to find something a little bit more unique that wasn't used, that we weren't going to run into any like trademark or copyright issue with. So I kept digging a little bit and instead of going the actual literal birth um, month route or the birth flower route, I decided to look into the word Leo and find some more derivatives of that. And that's when I came across the name Leone, which is kind of a European name and derives from the word Leo. And I just thought it was such a beautiful name European and a lot of the brands that we're working with are from Europe so I just thought it was so fitting and I said to my mom what do you think of love Leone like that's just so perfect we've poured so much love into this business we hope everybody feels the love behind all of their purchases and in just the way that our community is built and the way we work with our customer service and she was like I love it it sounds so good we loved the alliteration the LL love Leone looked really cute in a a logo. So we were like, let's go for it. So that is the story of how it all began, the um, story behind the name. And it goes even deeper than that. Like August holds a very special meaning to me. I was surprised with our first pregnancy. He was due August 16th. The very following August, I miscarried our second pregnancy on August 14th the following year I had I was due with Irie August 15th so it just all felt very divine and somehow like that month was just meant to be when our babies were given to us so that's where where we landed and um I love it so far I love how it's resonated with others and all the support has just been incredible so If you have shared the site, browsed it, shopped it, um, followed us on Instagram, anything, any and all of the above, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts, truly. Like every time we see an order come through or a share come through, it just makes our hearts so happy. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so excited for the future of Love Leone and to see where it goes. So that's all I'll talk about on the boutique for now Um, definitely follow along on instagram if you haven't already join the email list that's always where we're gonna um, show up probably the most frequently and share all of the latest and greatest with you um with that where to even begin for this little catch up (laughs) i think what i'm gonna do is just kind of give you you guys like a general synopsis of everything that has transpired between when I was last like heavily into podcasting and today and all of the things that I'm going to share with you are going to and 
need to basically have their own ep- podcast episodes in and of themselves because there are just whew, a lot. I have a lot of topics that I want to make entire episodes on. Um, without, without getting too far into all of this, here's basically what has transpired since last August. So during my third trimester, which my last update that I did via podcast was my second trimester update. And so during my third trimester, we found out that Irie was breech. Now I was planning a home birth with her. Again, I will get into why and what that was like in another episode. Um, but at eight weeks pregnant with her, I decided I was going to pursue a home birth. Jordan, my husband was really on board with it and it was incredible. Had home birth care from a midwife in our living room for the whole duration of our pregnancy. Silas got to be involved and listen to the baby's heart rate. And I just felt so seen and so heard. And I loved this like holistic integrative care that I got from her throughout my entire pregnancy. Um, so she basically, Irie (laughs) tricked us into thinking she was head down for quite some time the way she was positioned, her butt was just like so perfectly in my cervix that it felt like a head. And I just so happened to go for an ultrasound at like 35 weeks, found out she was breech, tried all of the things. I'm going to do a whole podcast on breech, what that was like, what it felt like, all the things I tried to flip her. Um, and long story short, it resulted in me opting for a C-section at 39 weeks. It was the day that I turned 39 weeks. I struggled with it a lot, not going to lie. It was really, really, really hard for me all the way down to um, my recovery. Now, Irie's birth was beautiful in and of itself, but I just struggled with how it came about, the lack of kind of like options that I had in the way that things went down. Um, And then I had some healing issues as well. My incision did not close fully until eight weeks postpartum. She was a really not so good sleeper. I literally didn't get more than an hour-ish stretch at a time with her until four months. So not sleeping on top of trying to recover from a C-section that was having a hard time recovering from incision-wise was really, really tough on top of having a toddler at home who I couldn't care for in the way that I was used to. Um, And yeah, so transitioning from one to two is already a struggle enough, never mind adding all of the (laughs) craziness that went down. We also had a visit from CPS in the hospital, which that needs to be a podcast in and of itself with Irie's birth story. I'm just going to kind of tease all of it now for you and promise you the episodes to come later. (laughs) But um, yeah, uh, Silas had a really hard time with us bringing Irie home. He just turned two and then his whole world turned upside down when he had a sister. I don't blame him, but it was really, really hard for my mama heart to see him like that and he kind of gave me the cold shoulder for a little while and little by little that got easier each day and now they are just 
absolutely precious together. There's still hard times, but it has been all worth it. Um, let's see. We ended up sleep training at four months and now she sleeps great. She's sleeping 12 hours a night. Most nights we have an off night every now and again. We did last night, for example, but things have just drastically turned around. There's still things here and there that have been difficult um, post C-section from just general like numbness down there, still feeling really vulnerable in that area, Um, really painful periods that I never dealt with ever, ever until I had a C-section. And yeah, it's 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 definitely come a long, long, long way. I have processed it a lot. Um, but that is kind of where we're at now. Irie is almost 10 months old, which is crazy to think about. We're planning her first birthday and Silas's third birthday, which is just mind blowing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of everything that transpired since her birth and Um, I definitely went through a period where I was struggling a lot more so like in the winter months, which I'm sure like seasons had a lot to play into that, but I was just really struggling with balancing motherhood, especially of two and work and like building my business or continuing to build my business and really just keep it afloat in what I was doing with, you know, no weddings and portraiture only. And it just felt like I was constantly burning at both ends, like trying to keep up with the babies and keeping the house clean and all of the maintenance around here with constantly feeling this need to show up and be present online and continue to bring clients in and all of that. And, um, it is definitely, been a learning curve and there's still no perfect balance. I'm working on it each day, but I think things just like really took a turn for me in the spring. I had a couple conversations with friends and, um, there was also like a several week period where I didn't have my normal childcare and it was really, really difficult to obviously get any work done during those weeks where I didn't have the help. But what it did do was sort of bring me back down to earth and really find my groove with with motherhood, just my routine with my babies, trying to be present with them and just just enjoy these these days of motherhood that are so, 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 so fleeting. Um, I think it is perfectly okay and perfectly normal and valid to feel all the things and have a hard time with it and have moments where you feel like you're going to break down and moments where you just need a good cry. But I think it's important that we don't constantly live in that space either though, of that longing for when it gets easier or when these babies are older or the nostalgia of what things were before baby or before having two or before having three or whatever that is for you. Because when we live too much in that space, we're missing out on like so much goodness that's right in front of us. And even just that little mindset shift was huge for me and just helping my mental health. And honestly, it helped my business come alongside of it because I think when I was 
trying to juggle it all at once, neither neither space was being nourished correctly. Whereas when I just poured more heavily into motherhood and having having more like set boundaries on when I was going to work and how I was going to work and when I was going to get things done and during the day like just being mom and trying not to let my mind wander on all the other things that I needed to get done or harping on the things that were hard I really found this like beautiful space of just waking up and finding joy in all of it and it it brought with it a lot of ease if that even makes any sense. Um, You know, I love getting out and about with the two of them and exploring and finding new little adventures to do and, um, you know, going to the beach, going to the cram, going on walks, bringing them on errands, going shopping, whatever it might be. Um, Just really, like, exploring and seeing things through their eyes has made things such so much more fun so anyway that is where I'm at now and along with that I feel like business just kind of naturally picked up alongside of it because I think when you're when you follow that ease when you follow your heart I think that sounds so cheesy but it's so true um everything just kind of naturally falls into a place alongside it and there's still a lot I have to learn. There's still days where I feel really, really overwhelmed, like I'm never going to get it all done. Um, and on Instagram and social media, it might seem like, oh my gosh, how the heck does she do any of this? But it's not without its challenges. It's not without my days of breakdown. It's not without a lot of help from um, our family and our sitter and just really um, prioritizing and setting really hard boundaries. <laughs> So I feel like I could do a whole a whole episode on all of that in general, but just wanted to give that little transparent update on everything that's gone on in this last almost year and say thank you for being here along all of it and continuing to support me and our family and all of my crazy endeavors. <laughs> I just have this thing where I can't slow down. I can't, um, just stay stagnant for too long. But like I just said, sitting still for a little bit and just kind of hitting pause was what allowed me to have this newfound, um, little spark in all the other things that I, that I do outside of motherhood. So if you're in that space right now, I just encourage you to, find joy in all the little things, um, take a break when you need it, ask for help when you need it. Um, and just, just having that little mind shit, the mindset shift, I'm going to have to edit that out, (laughs) having a little mindset shift, um, and looking at your day a little differently can, can do wonders for your mental health and just getting through this quote unquote hard season because our babies are not going to be this little tomorrow. They're not going to need us this much tomorrow. Um, and it is so fleeting. And I think even just looking back to Silas when Irie was born and how much like more grown up he already is in less than a year, it's just been like so eye opening to me. And I am 
trying my best to really treasure like every single day with both of them without without like ignoring the fact that there's going to be hard times it's okay to grieve that it's okay to have a hard time it's okay to lose your s-h-i-t every now and again (laughs) but don't live in that that would be my advice for you so if you ever need to chat it out come into my instagram inbox we can voice chat i love doing that with other mamas um so anyway hope this was insightful in some way. I'm excited to um, record some more episodes soon on all of what I just shared about. I want to talk about Ivy's birth story, how crazy it was. I want to talk about what it was like to have a breech baby and all the things that I tried to do for it and kind of the options that I felt like I was given. I want to do an episode on what it was like transitioning from one to two and having a toddler at home um, and what I wish I could tell myself in that season. I want to do an episode on breastfeeding um, a small baby. I think there is this whole like stigma on like the fear around having a big baby but wow I really learned the what it was like to experience the opposite and having a small baby and all the challenges that brought with it um so many episodes to come so so many the last one that I did with Becky when we talked about our mom fails I posted that video clip on TikTok and it went pretty viral And oh my gosh, the comments we got on that video were hilarious. So many other mamas sharing their fails with us too. And I was peeing my pants at some of these comments. So I want to come back and share a whole episode on those comments and the people that chimed in on that video because wow, if you need a good laugh, this will do it for you. So yeah, so, so many fun new episodes I have in the works um, and I promise I am going to get back at it when I find these little pockets of time when I'm feeling inspired to come chat with you. So thank you so much for being here. If you want to help the podcast continue to grow, I would love, love, love it if you would hit pause here and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. It's going to help us continue to grow. Maybe it'll motivate me a little bit more to keep putting these episodes out for you. Thank you so much again for being here and hopefully I will chat with you soon. See you next time. Bye-bye.